For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Well, here we are. Amethyst Kia inside of Studio J. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been quite a couple of years. Uh, most of our audience probably knows you from the 2021 album, Wary and Strange, which yeah. had a big Grammy-nominated record on, or a song on there, Black Myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, named one of CMT's Next Women of Country, featured in the Amazon doc for Love and Country, and you just recently toured with The Who as well. Yeah. Amazing. It's been a lot. It's a lot of stuff that's happened. You're busy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's kind of funny because like as you're moving through life and doing stuff, like sometimes you don't, like when you put it that way, looking back, it's like, yeah, that is a lot of, that is a lot of stuff. Um, Yeah. yeah, I think every day I think of like how much has happened, you know, over the past, you know, several years and it's, you know, been a lot of, uh, a lot of firsts, a lot of growing pains, Um, but it's, it's the good kind of pain. You know, it's like, you know, it's like I'm testing my limits and trying things that I've never done before. And then, you know, deciding if I'm into it or not, you know, Um, and then finding new things that I love doing and then, you know, just going to town. So anyway, yeah, yeah, it's, so yeah, it's been, um, it's been a very rewarding over the past few years and a lot of, a lot of growth. So you yeah. uh, you grew up in Tennessee, still live there now, mm-hmm. and your dad is a big audiophile. Yes, and and I would assume uh, really got you into music at an early age as you were growing up. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know my my dad had a he had a um, like this big entertainment unit, and he had records and cassette tapes, CDs, and he had like three way speakers, um, and. You know, he had the whole thing. And he also had like a equalizer. So he would like further equalize the, the, the music to his liking. Yeah. Like he was really, really into that. And um, I kind of picked up my own sense of attention to detail um, from him, especially when it when it uh, when it comes to when it comes to music. Um, and yeah, I, would, I mean, literally like every day, like there'd be something playing in the house and it would it crossed all all genres of music. So, um, is my, there, is there it, one particular artist or album that really resonated with you or inspired you to become a musician? Um, it's hard to say. Cause I've, I've listened to so much music yeah. so much that I've, sometimes I'll see an album come and be like, Oh my God, I forgot. I knew what this was, <laughs> you know, like that kind yeah. of thing. So, um, you know, I would say, you know, when I was really, really young, um, I was, obsessed with Michael Jackson. I loved the the songs, his voice. Like I remember the Dangerous album, which came out like in ninety two. I remember yeah. like, you know, you know, my dad letting me like play play my C D because we used to go like use C D stores and stuff all the time. So I would start picking out my own music and he'd let me listen to it on his stereo and I would just stare at the dangerous cover like for like like an at like hours just staring at the cover because it was just so interesting and listening to the music yeah. and anyway so that was sort of like you know a big kind of a big thing before that I was listening you know like Sesame Street you know like kid stuff sure. but then I like dove right into 
the really really good really good cool stuff so um and oh my god did i just denigrate people that do <laughs> kids songs that's not what i meant to i didn't mean it like that you know it's just age appropriate you know right, what i mean so right. but anyway you, you yeah. found the guitar at the age of yeah. uh 13 how did that happen yeah so i so up until this point like i've you know always had a walkman with the cd in it like yeah. i was that kid that sat on the bus or sat in the back of the car with my parents and like with my parents in the front and like listening to music staring out the window um so i was so i'd listened to a lot of music at this point and um my parents kind of had this outlined idea of like how they wanted what they wanted me to do like goals wise. And yep. it was really just three simple things. It was, um, you know, do well in school, play some kind of team sport, do some sort of physical activity. And then, um, you know, learn to play an instrument. And like, these weren't things like if I didn't do them, like I was going to be disowned, but it's just this general idea of like right. trying to create a well-rounded adjusted individual, which, you know, I came out pretty okay. I think all things considered, <laughs> But, uh, um, but yeah, they just let me, they just, you know, told me, asked me what, what I wanted to play. And I, I just, I thought about piano, but then I ended up going with guitar just because I'd be able to like take it places. It'd be yeah. a lot more portable. Um, and I was listening to a lot of, um, a lot of rock music at that point. So I was hearing guitars, watching like music videos and all of that. And I was like, that looks, that looks really cool. So I'm going to do that. And then it kind of really just started as a hobby. Then it turned into being a very therapeutic, cathartic thing. Cause like I kind of, I had a rough time, um, you know, in, in going into middle school and high school, um, just a lot of, you know, teenage, teenage crap, you know, sure. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so like music was the way that I could um, kind of channel those like negative feelings and, I kind of tended to keep things to myself, um, which obviously over time, that's not a great long-term plan, but that's what I did. And I would just kind of express myself through songs or through poetry or writing or whatever. So, yeah. I want to talk about this really pivotal moment in your music career. You are um, dropped out of grad school. Yep. You're performing in Europe. You've got a part-time job at Target. Yeah. And you get this phone call while you're at an airport from a North Carolina native. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me that story because it yeah. must have been this great like, hello, what's happening? We're, we're, uh, interesting moment in your career, right? A lot of things could have yeah. gone the other way. Yeah. Um, you know, I, left, I left grad school like in 20, I want to say like, maybe 2014 or 2015 at this point. And, uh, well, it was 2014 because there was two years there. So yeah. there was like two years where I had to use my credit card to buy groceries like during the winter. Cause yeah. like, you know, it, it was, it was to the point where like, cause up until that point I'd been in school for a really, really long time. And I was, you know, getting my balance of aid, working at Target, do me and a student worker and, you know, just whatever. But, then it came to this point where it's like, okay, if I'm going to do this full time, I need to just do it, you know? Yeah. Um, and on 2016, like I was, I was in the airport, I was getting ready to fly over for a, another tour in the UK. And I was like, if I, if nothing changes this year, I'm going to have to get a full time job. 
I'm gonna have to get a regular nine to five because like I've kind of put all my eggs in one basket here yeah. for the most part. Um, and so it's like I'm gonna have to do something else. So that literally could have been the year that I and wouldn't be like I wouldn't be sitting here had I not gotten that phone call at that time. Yeah. So um so it really was a really important pivotal moment. Um and um so yeah it was Rhiannon Giddens um that yep. uh, her uh booking agent, she and her bookie agent both reached out to me. I mean at the time I was working with uh there was a friend of mine that was um kind of helping me out with booking shows and stuff. Um but she wasn't like full-time booking agent so there's only so much that she could do but she's a, a dear friend of mine named charlene um that does work for the bristol rhythm and roots festival in bristol so yeah. um great person but anyway uh, so we got on the phone and talked with uh, chris colburn um and she had seen a video of me performing at cambridge folk festival okay and that's how and i've actually i've actually met her a couple of different times but it was like it was like, you know, that, you know, when, you, when you're on the road for a while, you kind of develop this glaze that comes <laughs> over your eyes. Because I've had people tell me, oh, I met you at social. And I'm like, I do not remember. I'm so sorry. So she mm. probably, <laughs> so like, so, you know, so I'd met her a couple of times before, but it was, you know, one of those things. So, yeah. um, but it was, it was, regardless of that, like, it was just really exciting because, um, you know, the Carolina Chaka Drops were one of the bands that was a big influence on me, particularly like to really fully dive into old time music and like mm -hmm. learn about, you know, the, the roots history, um, of really all American music. Yeah. Um, it was so that, so that to be able to be seen and, you know, we, I got to tour with her, her booking agent, we really hit it off really well. And then I, then I had a North American booking agent. I was like, Oh my God, I finally, it's happening <laughs> now. You know, you know, things are continuing to move forward, like yeah. really right in the nick of the time. So I was like, I get, cause in my mind, I'm like, maybe I'm just going to tour the UK for the rest of my life, which <laughs> that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But it was kind of like, you know, I really getting things moving in North America is super hard just because like, obviously the United States is just such a huge country, right. you know? And right. like, you know, you can, once you get kind of around in like one region, it's like, it's super hard to just cold call and cold email people. Yeah. So anyway, um, but yeah, so he was able to, so yeah, that all really came together. I opened for her for a couple of uh, uh, tour runs for Freedom Highway when that came out. Mm -hmm. um, and then, then later on, she'd asked me to be part of Our Native Daughters yeah. and do that project. Um, so... Yeah, it's great. You know, it's been um yeah, so it's everything and then obviously, you know, I can I've continued to build out the rest of my team, you know, work having uh Ramser do management um uh yeah. and then they we got then then I obviously like got a chance to like they Ramser's been great cuz they've basically been like, you know, we're going to help you do this, 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 and this. And all of that has happened, you know, get, awesome. getting, getting signed with the label, getting to play, you know, bigger, uh, you know, bigger, uh, some bigger festivals and venues opening for more people. So anyway, it's all yeah. been really great. Let's yeah. talk about your new EP that came out in August, Pensive Pop. Yeah. This is exciting. These, these are not cover songs. This is reimagined uh, pieces of music, I think. Yeah, where did, where'd I this mean, idea, yeah. Where'd this idea come from? Well, I have always really enjoyed 
reimagining existing music. I did that a lot when I uh, I was st- when I studied old time music at East Tennessee State University. Yeah. Um, I really got a chance to you know like, I guess dig into like you know old field recordings and like old older commercial recordings of like this you know really like fascinating music. Um, and because of my really heavy, like eclectic influences and multiple kinds of music, when I would approach an old time song, I would have to kind of taper it back a little bit if I was playing in a string band, because that, that was a specific sound we were going for. But for my own solo shows, um, you know, a lot of my influences in like it with pop music and, and rock, um, and, um, I was also a big fan of like Lorena McKinnett and like, you know, like kind of like, like, kind of like world beat like Renaissance mm-hmm. style, European style stuff. Like, yeah. So I was really into like all of that, and I would so when I would reimagine a song, I would really like want, I'd want to keep the the depth and the depth and integrity of the song. But also like make it my own. Yeah. Um. So, so and because of that attitude, I've only ever played at three weddings. But you know, it's a, <laughs> it is what it is. I play at weddings if uh, if I get to display my music. Um. So, but um. But yeah. So and I've just really, really always just enjoyed that yeah. and um, being able to do this, but do it with like you know, contemporary songs or songs that. I grew up listening to, um, it was, it was a task that I, you know, I, that I thought would be a really fun thing to do in between, you know, the next record. Yeah. Cause I'm writing songs for the next record right, right now. So that was kind of a fun way to kind of apply that to songs that I've always loved, but mm-hmm. I'd never really learned because, you know, I was in a, the folk, like old time folk circuit sure. and you know some you know some things just don't work in certain settings i mm-hmm. don't think so um so this is my chance to just kind of yeah. kind of run free and just do whatever with it um and yeah worked with some great people um on that on that record and it was uh it was a lot of fun so yeah so i appreciate you saying reimagine because that's really more or less yeah. what they are i mean i call i've been calling it the covers ep but it really it is stuff that's it's reimagined and it's all topics, all the topics in the songs are topics that, you know, I've always really been a sucker for songs about loss and sadness and like trying to overcome, you know, yeah. adversity and that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, it was oh, fun. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming in. You're going to be at uh, the Hopscotch Music Festival this weekend. In fact, performing tonight. You're going to be at yeah. uh, on Moore Square. I think your show's at seven o'clock tonight at Hopscotch. Yes. And with this, Kia, thank you so much for coming by Studio J. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We've been asked several times how to host more people or build out entertainment spaces for folks. There's a lot of things that we can do. Depending on the size of your base, we can add in an island to get you more countertop space. We can put in some larger ovens so you can cook larger meals. We do beer bars. We can do wine bars. We can do soda machines, coolers, all that. That kind of stuff. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.